Passion our purpose, profit our pain. I don't want my name to ever be in vain. A life full of substance is the only thing that will remain the same. Millennial Thoughts. Hello, y'all, and welcome back to Millennial Thoughts with your girl, Alicia. I hope y'all are enjoying this travel um, series, you know. It's really been fun meeting people or whatever. So, uh, you know, I meet people on Instagram, but this time I met uh, my girl on Twitter. Um, she goes by her brand name, Black and Sugi. Hopefully I said it right because I've been practicing. She has this <laughs> podcast and she travels and she goes to school. Um, she's actually getting her PhD. And she's my first international guest and she's from... Nigeria, but she lives in London. So, yes. (laughs) And she has a goal of going to all the countries, like our girl Jessica. So we're just going to talk about how she travels, the balance of it, and her goal to um, just go to 100 countries. And also, she's traveling back to West Africa. So just how to um, maybe, like, plan a trip, how to – she does, like, a lot of female solo travel. So we're just going to have a conversation about her travels, and hopefully y'all are – inspired and follow her podcast and her journey on instagram so hey girl nice to meet you how are you doing thank you thank you thank you so much for having me like i am so honored (laughs) (laughs) thank you i'm doing very well how are you doing i'm doing good i'm just really excited that like this is actually working and it's like you're international so you know so much that the internet can do so (laughs) Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good place. It can't be a good place. Yes. <laughs> Literally. So, yeah. Um. So, basically, uh, we met on Twitter because she was uh, wanting to be on some travel podcasting shows. So, what uh, made you start traveling? Or when did you start traveling and wanted to reach the goal? Um, I've been traveling since I was a kid. My first international flight was probably when I was around 10. Mm-hmm. Um. So I've just, my parents like traveling. So that's just something I've just kind of, I don't know, inherited, I guess. Um, But I started officially like, you know, really being intentional about my travels about, mm, I'll say early 2017. So yeah, that's, that's about two years now. So more. Yeah. So I've just been just, you know, exploring the world and just like, see what he has to offer though yeah it's um, been a good good ride how so many far. countries have you been to so far so i've been to 58 countries oh my goodness that is the current lot. moment <laughs> it is I've been to like 11. <laughs> small beginnings i always tell people it's like a snowball effect literally like one minute you have 11 and then you wait wake up and you're like a hundred and just like where did that how did that happen like I hope so. <laughs> what's been your favorite country so far that you've been to oh my goodness it's such a tough question <laughs> when people ask me this i'm like it feels like asking a mother to pick a favorite child like <laughs> <laughs> even if she has one she's like not allowed to say it <laughs> um i will say my favorite country oh that's a tough one because i think every every country has like a little bit of something that just makes them amazing mm-hmm. if that makes sense like i really liked and depending on who you go with depending on why you went there like it's just a lot of factors that influences it but i really like australia i like how far away it was oh my i feel like if i want to like relocate and just start a new life mm-hmm. that's the place to do it <laughs> like it's just so far away from everyone um but well being based in in the uk so yeah it's like across the ocean from you know, several oceans um <laughs> so i really like i really like australia i like my my backyard which is europe i i think it's beautiful i think it's quite diverse i like the open border and the fact you can literally go from one country to other without you know too much restriction mm-hmm. um i love my home nigeria like yes that's probably the first place I should yeah, have mentioned. Oops. <laughs> I really like Nigeria. I like the culture, the music, the people, everything, everything. Home is always home. So, yeah, as I said, I think everywhere kind of gives you what you need if that's what you go there for, if that makes sense. Have you ever but, yeah. been to the United States? Um, I have indeed. 
I have. I've been several. The U.S. was actually my first international oh, country. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was my. F- I remember going. I think I, the first place I visited was um, Arizona. Uh-huh. Hot, hot. Yes, OMG. it is so hot. Down there. <laughs> Won't catch me down there. Like wow! I remember waking up. I think three, four o'clock, and the sun was out, and yes. I was just. I just couldn't understand <laughs> why it was so bright what? out there. I like the water spray was on twenty four seven, so the plants don't dry out. Mm-hmm. And it was insane. Um, but yeah, I really, I really like America. I've been to a few states, to be honest. South Carolina. I've been to Texas. I've been to New York. I've been to a few of them, to be honest. Yeah, I like America. Okay, I think it's, okay. I, I, I like the fact it's quite diverse, each state. And I see why... Um, and it's so big, you know, mm-hmm. like even flying between, you know, different states is like, you know, is it fair to flying to different countries mm-hmm. in Europe, if that makes sense. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like the big houses. It's okay. Cool. <laughs> we have so... tiny, tiny houses in London. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't. I've never been to London and that is literally on my bucket oh, list to MG. make it to London. Oh. <laughs> You should come whenever yes. you're in town. Let me know. I will. I'll take you around. <laughs> I really want to come to London. I really do. Like, I went to Paris <laughs> when I was in like um, high school, and yeah, um, I met this lady. I still actually remember to this day. Like, I met this lady. I was at somewhere at the museum, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm from London." Uh, ever since I talked to her about that, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I want to go to London so bad." I have to but go I to never London. really thought go, about come, it. Go, come, come, come. And then Definitely. I, I was just in Trinidad, and I met. Um, it's that she's actually Miss Trinidad and Tobago, UK, oh, or wow. London, or wow. something like that. And she's like, "Yeah, yeah. when you come, just let me know." I'm like, "Y'all, I am trying to get over there." You got, you got a lot of connects. <laughs> like, you need to come. Yeah, like, got I need no excuse. To hurry up and come. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we'll see. Maybe if something's in the air. Hey, why not put it out there into the, into the atmosphere? <laughs> Uh, countries like do you go through a year like if people want to go like you said you went to 60 countries and some people country that some people don't know how they do like how do you plan and um like save and budget to travel so much um the first is to have the intention to do so i've always said like traveling with traveling there are no secret like the secrets of traveling is there are no secrets and I think a lot of people try and sell gimmicks and masterclass and all of that stuff. But honestly, it's just making up your mind that you want to do it. Just the same way you make up your mind. You want to, like, go to the gym mm-hmm. or you want to, I don't know, go shopping. It's just that decision, really. Um, and then once you do that, like, I've always I've started telling people about, I think that was literally my post for today, that where you want to go somewhere, literally put down, for example, you want to travel to, like, I don't know, two countries in 2020 um so have those countries what are they like don't just say i want to travel like it's just so vague you need to be a bit more you know detailed Mm -hmm. specific exactly and there's just something about the power of writing things down like you know just where you have vision birds and stuff like writing down what countries um oops (laughs) (laughs) writing down what okay writing down what countries you want to um go to and like um where you wanna how much it to cost then that's important i think money is very important and um, budgeting right mm-hmm. like without no money there ain't no travel yeah. i always say that like it's it's like mutually connected like you literally need the one for the other so once you have the budget you know you like saving for it i have like a separate account um my bank account that is literally solely for travel. Oh. So when I open my bank, I literally, so I don't need to think, oh, do I have enough for rent to pay my bills, to pay my phone bills? I don't need to think about all that. I literally need to just open the account for traveling and look, is there money in there? Yes, that means I can travel. If there's no money in that account, it means there's not traveling happening. So I think just, you know, separating that. And just having that sole account. Um, and then using things like Skyscanner or Google Flight and setting like um, flight a lot. And like, you know, where you have like cheaper flight comes up, booking it, you know, off peak season. There's so many tips out there, you know, 
I use booking.com. I use referral codes, refer some friends, you get cash back, um, this, this, that. But just having that intention and just making your mind that you're going to go. If you're going to go alone, you know, make up your mind you're going to go alone. Because if you're waiting for people, you just keep waiting. Like I did a calculation the other day and I think I would have probably done like a third of my travel if I was literally waiting for people to come. So that means two thirds of my travels have been solo. So I was just like, you know what? I got to go. I got to do this. Um, so yeah, just making up your mind, working with what's best for you. I've always told people my solo, my travel style is the best for me. Um, because of my schooling and my work and the way my lab is set up an experiment, I can't necessarily go for like 10 days or like two months, you know, just leave my studies. Like I can't do that. So like I always use, I usually do shorter stays. So mm-hmm. like long weekend, bank holidays, um, kind of like just maximizing any holidays I have and just using that instead. So yeah, it's just really doing what works for you as a person based on whatever circumstances you're in but start with just making making up your mind that you're gonna do that and yeah yeah see i never i haven't really solo traveled before i've been like with groups and stuff like that but i really want to solo travel but i know the best thing about group travel is like always splitting it i'm like solo travel i know i feel like it's so expensive but i guess we can do like the different things i guess in europe like hostels are really 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 mm, really stupid cheap yeah they're really cheap but they're really more like they're really popular and so like coming from america like people i know about hostels people do it but like some people don't want to stay in hostels you know yeah i think i think about them yeah i i think the hostels have you know in past back in the days have you know gained quite a bad reputation mm-hmm. for themselves but i think in this new age like i've stayed in some amazing hostels mm-hmm. like I went to Marrakesh and I stayed in a raid, which was a hostel as well. If I tell you how beautiful this place was, like it felt like I was in a palace and it was a hostel. <laughs> so I think it's just like reading reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many different variations of hostels. Like I've stayed in hostels that I'm literally staying in a private room. I don't have to share with 10 other people. It, hostel doesn't mean, you know, a raise of bunk bed with 30 people in a hall kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like literally for me my maximum is four four people so me and three other people that's the max so i have that cap and mostly i just kind of stay in a private room um so while i stay in hostel is more to have that communal thing especially when i'm traveling solo i have that opportunity to actually meet other solo travelers because that's just kind of the automatic thing to do so you kind of like you go to these places and you just connect with other people from all over the world and you have a different cultural experience. It's almost like benefiting twice, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So, for example, I meet like an American or something and I'm in India. So, I'm, you know, having that cult- American cultural experience and I'm having, an, you know, the Indian kind of like cultural immersive experience as well. Just like, you know, killing two birds with one stone, which is, which is pretty dope, to be honest. Um, but I think read reviews you know if someone say this hostel is gross don't book that hostel because it's gonna be gross <laughs> <laughs> like just you know i am very passionate about writing honest review mm-hmm. like i literally go down to, because i rely on them because i literally go down to the details of the water pressure in the shower <laughs> like okay <laughs> the water pressure is not strong enough and it's annoying in the morning like i am that reviewer because i appreciate it when people write that and i'm like okay maybe i don't want to book this place right so i'm not saying be you know that fussy but i'm just saying there's so much information out there and you know there's so many you know boutique hotel- hotels or you know the ways to go around these things to just cut down cost but i think solo travel is essential i think at least in a person's lifetime, they have to do it at least once. It's kind of like a breath of fresh air. Like you go out there and it gives you this self-resilience. Like, I don't know how to explain it best. Like I, I say, each time you travel to somebody, you've kind of, you almost rely on them to also remember the events. 
So, like, let's say you go, you travel with, you know, a girlfriend of yours or something. You can call them up like a week later and go, oh, remember when we went to this restaurant? What's that restaurant called? Like, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of rely on someone else's experience as well. But when you solo travel, it forces you to almost pay attention to all the details because you're like, this memory is mine and mine alone. I can't call someone up tomorrow and go, yo, where did we go again? Like, did we take the bus or the train? Like, mm-hmm. it just forces you to pay attention. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And yeah, and you just, you know, have that. It's it's pretty dope. I think I think it's definitely, and once you like you know figure or able to navigate a new situation by yourself, you're also able to apply it in your day to day day to day life. If that makes sense, like you're able to go, um, you know, I was able to navigate China without any translator or anything like that. Then you know I come to my day to day job. It can't be that difficult. Like it just makes it more more applicable in a in a way, but. Yeah, sort of travel, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got to think about that. But speaking of, like, when you're talking yeah. about hostels, and I think about, like, mm-hmm. safety, you know, like, security, like, not getting your stuff stolen and things like that. Mm-hmm, what, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. how can you be safe in hostels to make sure, like, your stuff doesn't get messed with? Do they have Good lockers? question. Do they they have do lockers? have lockers. Um, I bring my own lock um, because I think... The host sometimes they charge, sometimes they rent it. So just to be safe, I bring my lock. They have lockers, and again, that's why I said in hostel you can have like a private room. That way, the whole room is literally it's like being in a hotel basically, um, because the whole room is yours. Then you don't have to worry about someone stealing your stuff. Since, and if you're in a smaller group, then it's like you have three people to accuse if something goes missing, rather than twenty other people. Like, mm-hmm. um, but most hostels all the hostels I've been to, they've had some kind of locker. It was literally under the bed um, or the side beats of your bed. So it's not like you're even going too far away. Like, it's literally right there. Um, but yeah, they usually have locks. And generally, I try to believe that they're more good than bad people out there. Like, I will steal from someone and I won't expect others to steal from me. I'm not saying be naive and literally leave all your valuables. Um, usually when I'm traveling to places that um state hostel i try to consciously reduce the valuables i take so Mm -hmm. i think do i really need to take my laptop on this travel um can i just do everything on my phone so just kind of consciously reducing whatever valuable thing that you're taking with you just because you know you're going to be staying in the hostel that can be just a way to counteract it right from the beginning yeah that's what i was thinking too i was like ooh, yeah i be bringing my laptop with me sometimes but the mm. last couple times I haven't brought it with, but I'm just like, oh yeah, if you bring a camera, you know, you bring this stuff, locking mm. it up and stuff like that to just make sure it's safe. <laughs> but I have yeah. I'm heard about when people stay in hostels, like solo travel, it's like you do get to meet people, you do get to see people, and you have that, you get to have like that interaction talking to people, or you don't have mm. them because they have um like so like rooms by yourself or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they have they have private rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah some of them, rooms. not every one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny to me, I, like when I watch YouTube and I see like UK like vloggers or something like that, like they always use mm-hmm. holiday. Like that's so funny to me. Is there a reason like they don't use like the word vacation, but they use holiday? Like, <laughs> I'm getting holiday. <laughs> yeah, they like I'm going on holiday, and I just be like, that's so funny. Like it's a vacation. I just always wonder. <laughs> It's just the way you guys call pants pants. Like when when I go to America, like oh, grabbing my pants. Like it's just so weird because we think pants underwear. So it's just some words that are just so different. Um, and you think pants are, are like trousers and stuff. So, um, so I, I, we just call it holiday. Like uh, I've been on holiday. But, I'm taking a cheeky back. But it's like a vacation now. <laughs> yeah, it's like a vacation. <laughs> But, like, holidays, like, I don't know, like, bank holiday. It's mm-hmm. just, like, um, yeah, it's, like, a long, long weekend. Um, yeah. I, do we say vacation? I'm trying to think. Maybe once in the bloom, I'm going for a vacay. No. Yeah. Holiday, yeah that's I never heard like, say it before. <laughs> <laughs> I was a holiday. I was a holiday. That's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's all of Christmas. That's all you're going to be hearing. Yes. I was a holiday. Holiday. <laughs> 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 That is so funny. Oh my goodness. Also, um, since how long did you live in Nigeria? 
I was there for about 10, 11 years. Okay. And then you yeah, so London. I pretty much grew up there. Okay. And then I went to to the States, and mm. then I went back, and then I came to London to school. Oh, you're just being in assistant. London for school. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What was the country that gave you, like, the most culture shock? Ooh, India was a lot. India. It was a lot, yeah. India really, really got to be. What um, city did you go In a positive to? way. I went to New Delhi. Oh my gosh, so... I want to go to New Delhi. In the... You should, you should, you should, you should. It's beautiful. So seeing things like Taj Mahal and going to the market. And it was just a lot. It, it was the popularity. Um, China was another one. I think just because of the language barrier, like I just... I remember sitting on the bus and just being like, hmm, I'm not sure where this bus is going, but <laughs> let's just go with the flow. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah, I think I just try to be open-minded mm-hmm. and I think that's what all travelers should be. Um, I think it's wrong to go to places and expect them to be like the places you left, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, so yeah, just just being open-minded and just, you know, going with the flow of like, What's the worst that will happen? <laughs> oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that is true. Like, yeah. you can't go, like, you're from America. You can't go to China thinking they're going to speak English. Like, that's not what they're exactly. going to do. Like, yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that. And it's quite frustrating when people think that. Like, you know, people go to, like, Spain or France or, you know, go to Spain and say, why are they speaking Spanish? Like, why don't they even speak English here? And I'm like, you're in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> what like, did you expect? Come on. Like, come on, be reasonable. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, so come to America and go. So, as I was speaking English, like, uh, you're in America. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I think if everybody just go with that mindset, they're not, they're less disappointed. I guess some people get disappointed straight away just because, you know, they have this expectation. And mm-hmm. I feel expectation always equals to disappointment. I think you just kind of, if you go with an open mind and just like, you know, be willing to accept whatever you know you see mm-hmm. as you know their culture. I think you have to remember that most countries are established to benefit their people because they live in it, mm-hmm. um, not you as a tourist. So I think yeah, if you go with that mindset, you're just like okay, let's see how things are done here. <laughs> what has but, been yeah. um, also like thinking about food and cuisine? Like what has been the best place mm. that you ate at? Ooh, food. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. There's no country that's beaten Nigerian food. I knew you were about I'm to so say sorry. That. <laughs> I tried some Nigerian food. Really My tried. mouth was on fire. <laughs> well, it depends on who cooks it for you. I think. I think it's, we do like our spice. I'm gonna yes, lie. Spicy, I think spicy. a good Ooh, a good spice sauce is just the best. Like especially when you're ill and you eat like a pepper soup. Like, literally, the flu clears off instantly. Like, that's all you need. Like, some spicy, spicy Ooh. food. Ooh. Um, yeah, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, I just really love the food. I love the stew. I love my mom's cooking. I love all of that. Um, I, but I'm quite open. It's quite funny. Before I started traveling, I was a picky eater. Like, I would not touch stir fry because of all the vegetables. Like, yes. I was that picky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then traveling, like, I remember coming back home and my mom, you know, she made, like, fried rice with, like, green peas and stuff. I used to pick out the grain and I started, like, eating it. And she was so shocked. She was like, what happened to you? I was like, <laughs> trust me, I've eaten grasshopper in Uganda. I can eat some green peas. <laughs> but yeah, um, it makes you more adventurous. Like your taste bug just like increases and you just want to try new cuisine. It's quite, it kind of sucks if you go to new places and don't try their dishes. Like, uh-huh. That in itself is an experience. So yeah, okay, I'm always well, open to trying something me. new. Trying, trying food. something new. Ooh, it's hard. Trying yeah, food. Yeah, I, I think I always, I try to make sure I have something new but with a backup of something i have <laughs> so if that makes sense yes it definitely with something i know Ooh, exactly oh so like i'll go somewhere and i'll be like okay as long as i have that i have like rice so i can like back up that up yeah. and then i'll just try something random so i literally tell the waiter okay i don't know whatever he likes or she likes um so 
that way I try two things, but always have at least a backup plan. Like, okay, if this all goes down to hell, I, I got my backup plan. Yeah, literally, <laughs> but... like, if this is not going, uh-uh, then, <laughs> I got plan B. But yeah, <laughs> I think I think I think it's it's important to try new new cuisines. Mm-hmm. Just you know, just to see. I was like, back, yeah, yeah. I think I'm a picky eater, so I'm like, I really don't know. I'm just gonna try a little bit. This I'm like, whoo. Yeah, I'm not a spicy person. A lot of food be one of these spicy. I'm like, yeah, I cannot eat spicy food at all no spice oh wow i don't think i can cook for you then is it like literally like your it is like just cry yeah, like what's yeah, going like, on I like, need like some the water food. Or spice down, <laughs> yeah i'm I'm, like, I'm queen of spice i like, just you know Cracking up, but I know that, like, um, well, I know that you're in school, so you're in school in London. How is it like living mm-hmm. in London, like being in like a Nigerian London, <laughs> like being Nigerian in London? London? I, I feel like there's a lot of Africans, I think, in London, but yeah, I, London is so diverse, like, it's such it's it's so varied, and I I don't know, like, I've never felt out of place per se. I think when I felt probably when I came as a kid, um, probably this is like, I don't know, year six of us. I don't know what that grade is for you. Like primary school basically. I definitely went through the whole bullying and trying to integrate into the system, but you know, kids can be mean. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, going through high school and everything in London is just so diverse. Like you literally get people from all sorts of places and that makes it, you know, less intimidating because, you know, everyone's just so varied. You kind of just find your own community. So it depends on where you're living and stuff. You kind of just find your people and, yeah, just vibe along, really. Um, but I've never felt, I don't know, out of place or anything mm-hmm. while in London. Um, but, yeah, that's it, really. Oh, yeah. And, but, and it's, but it's so quick. Like, it's easy. Isn't it, like easy to like get on a train or whatever and like travel oh yeah yeah literally london is the place to be travel wise within europe like we are so so blessed to like you know budgets like really cheap um local flights Mm -hmm. i even call them local because they literally have an international like another country but like (laughs) budget flights if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um so like example of traveling within africa I kind of stressed with that because literally I'm paying the same amount it cost me to come from London to Africa to travel within Africa. If that so, oh. yeah. So in 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 London, you get flight like Ryanair, or EasyJet, or um, what's it called? I'm trying to Weezer, and you're paying twenty thirty bucks to for a return ticket to to Rome or Italy or Germany or France. You know, so yeah, it's like it's relatively cheap to fly if you you know book things in advance and you're flexible with your time. It's relatively cheap cheap to fly um within London, um like sorry from London to to European countries, um and especially if you have like a British citizenship, then you don't have to worry about a visa or anything. The borders are pretty open with the. With the EU that we're wearing, we don't really know what's going on with Brexit right now. So that might all change and we have to, you know, get visas and all of that. Um, uh-huh. But right now, the border is pretty open and you can easily, or you can even take the train. I'm trying to remember what train you take. Oh, my mind has just gone blank. But you can take the train from London to places like Paris. Um and, you know, literally do like a day trip. So you take the first train out and you take a train back. I'm the queen of day trips. That's <laughs> the way I've been able to maximize my time. Oh, like, okay, so you do a lot of day trips. I love my day trips. Mm-hmm. I think it's underestimated because people just go, you can't really see a country in a day. And I'll never, you know, advertise myself to be an expert in a country just by visiting for a couple of hours. But I feel... It's still better. Like a Saturday, you spend, you know, Netflixing and chilling, and, you know, being your PJs all day. I've gone and experienced a whole different culture. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's ever a bad thing, especially if the prices are like, I don't know, 20 bucks, 20 pounds. So we call it bucks, 20 pounds to um, go to, to, I don't know, 
to Venice. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's the last day trip I took. So to Venice, you take the six a.m. flight, you come back around eight nine p.m. You've been there for a good day, to be honest, and oh, you've okay. you know had some nice pasta and walked around and danced in the streets of the of Venice and yeah. Um, so you do day trips a lot. What's the longest like? I guess the longest flight or like the longest train ride you had to take for your day trip. I cap it at two hours. I try to be less, so an hour, an hour and a bit. Um, any longer, I don't see the point. I think it's just too long for a day trip. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's ridiculous to go for like, I don't know, six hours. Because that's, you have to remember six hours to go, six hours to come. That's literally the day already. Um, so, yeah, you basically want to cap it. Um, so if it's flights and stuff, you just one hour and usually because there's like sometimes times difference mm-hmm. so you leave there's like an hour or so so you leave at one point and when you come back it feels like it's the same time you're leaving because of the time difference mm-hmm. so that really benefits some um sometimes sometimes it contradicts but most time it benefits um so yeah i think day trips are underestimated i think more people if you're based within europe um I don't know how it works in the States. I don't think you really do that that much. <laughs> I but did day like, trips, you know... actually. I did a day do trip. Do you? Before. To where? Yeah. Um, well, I was, like, in Kentucky. And so I did a day trip to, like, Indiana. It's, like, Indianapolis. You could do it. That's, like, uh... two and a half hours. Or, like, Cincinnati, that's, like, an hour and a half away. Um, okay. And, like, Nashville, that's, like, two and a half hours away. So there is – it just depends on, like, where you're located at. Is this flying or driving? Driving. This is driving. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's uh, good. Yeah, and and I know sometimes, like, if you fly from Louisville to Chicago, that's like a fifty-minute plane ride. So, like, you can go from Louisville to Chicago, and you can come. You can go up there for a day and come back. And I know, like, a lot of uh, these are flight attendants, but I know a lot of people who like fly to New York or whatever, and then they like Mm -hmm, fly back mm -hmm. the same day. But that's like if you have fly, if you're a flight attendant or something like that. So. People exactly. do day trips, but I don't know if they like do them all the time. All the time, yeah. yeah. I would recommend them all the time, but <laughs> I think they are, <laughs> trust me, because they do tire you. It is mm-hmm. a lot because you're trying to see as much as possible. You're on your feet all day. You're not really going to a place and just chilling by the pool. Like, yeah. you know, you're going to be trying to explore as much as possible. So it's not, it's not, probably, I'll probably do one once a month or once in two months a day trip. Um, so it's not something I do like back to back on, um, because it can be tiring. I'll say weekend that's probably a little bit better, but whatever that's always say whatever works for you. If you know that it's literally budget. the day uh-huh. trips you can do and you do your budget, then just do that. You know, you're literally traveling so light, it's your handbag and whatever you need, and mm-hmm. go explore, be open, enjoy, come back home. And no one can take that away from you. It's an experience you've just put in the bank you know that's no one can true. take that away from you that's true. yeah <laughs> well, how many um <laughs> what's the continent that you have the most countries in europe <laughs> of course I knew at least i go i go i think I, I was looking at it tonight and i got like three more countries um to go and that's it oh i'm europe? done with europe okay do you have yeah. any more travels for the rest of the year I got two more um i want to go to cyprus in a couple of probably next month and then december is the grand 60 and i still can't figure out where to go <laughs> oh it's going to summer um, in europe yeah I, I i don't know no i was thinking somewhere warmer so it's gonna be my 25th birthday as well yes um, 25th birthday yes <laughs> i need to be 25th. like you you got Oh my gosh, you literally are killing it. I'm trying to do 30 before 30. You here, victory at 25. Who child? You know, we try. <laughs> True, I need to have a higher goal. <laughs> like, what? Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Um, but yeah, so I wanted it warm. And, mm-hmm. But warm means far away yeah. because the whole of Europe is freaking cold. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Except from places I've been to already, like Spain and stuff is a bit warm, but I've been there. But you so I wanted someone exactly I want to go for a new country. So that's kind of so people have recommended Cape Verde. I don't know if oh, I'm saying that right. That yeah, mm-hmm. somewhere in Africa. It's like, you know, it's a six hours flight. Oh um, my gosh, what about Seychelles? 
Seychelles, have you been there? I don't know if that's warm or cold. Where? <laughs> Seychelles, it's like um, it's like the tip of Seychelles. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's far though. No, it is far. I don't know. <laughs> you said African. It's, started, it's definitely in Bali. Trust me. It's how many I think hours? that was the that huh? How many hours did you say? I don't know. I'm not sure uh, which one, Cape Verde or Seychelles. Oh, Seychelles. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how far. <laughs> I just know that it sounds far. <laughs> oh, I do know it's in Africa though. But when you it's Verde, definitely in Africa. It's definitely in Africa. <laughs> Um, I think we've got Cape Verde because it's a bit of an island, so it's a bit, you know, closer to Europe, um, oh, if that okay. makes sense. So yeah. that's why that's why it's six hours. Um, but yeah, they all, I would love to explore Africa a bit more. I feel like, you know, I haven't done it justice. I think I've been to like seven countries within Africa, so definitely need to, you know, just explore more of the people mm-hmm. and the culture and all of that stuff. Can't wait, can't wait. Yes. Um, but I know December, Ghana, Nigeria, the kind of places to be. Um, I'm gonna get there one year, maybe next year. You should, you should. I was in Ghana this summer, and it was just dope. There's just so much to it, the culture and everything. And I think the tourism boards are quite—they're doing a good work. Mm-hmm. Um, the government is, you know, the president has, you know, targets as the year of the return. So a lot of people are coming to back to exactly. So really they're really expensive, my, like ten times really the price. For my 25th Ghana. Is like yeah, one country, a country in Africa, if it's Ghana, South Africa, Nigeria, something. I need to go to Africa. Yeah, go to Africa. That's the place. That's the place <laughs> to be. <laughs> yes, that's like really what I'm trying to go. Do you have any um travel goals for 2020? Do you already have those picked out, or do you just go with the um fingers crossed? I want to be done with my project. Um, yes. I think once that's done, and then I'll literally be. I want to travel for a year after that. I feel like what? I deserve that. Yes, oh my. <laughs> yes, that's the plan. That's the grand plan. So I'm going to be six months backpacking within Asia, three months in Africa. Oh my gosh, if you're Asian, months, you have to let me know. <laughs> I will, totally. Yes. And then three months in South America. I feel like I need to go to Brazil, Colombia, Peru. Yes, oh my god. I want gosh. to check out those places. I want to go there so bad. <laughs> Colombia, yes. I never thought about yeah. backpacking Europe, but um, I don't know if you're, well, she's on Twitter. It's called Stephanie Perry. She did like an adult gap year. She saved like $14,000 and she lived in South um, Asia for a year. Like she went to like Vietnam, Thailand, stuff like that. I never really thought about wow. doing year travel, but if I, if I, yeah, something, I, I want, I didn't take a gap year. So I feel like I need my gap year. I know. I didn't take a gap year either. <laughs> I didn't take it either. So yes, I'm like, let me like I need my gap year. <laughs> They go out live, you know, find myself, whatever people do during gap years. <laughs> whatever. Travel and just have a peace of mind. Like, I yeah, that. true. true. And as they say, you know, I need that, you know, eat, pray, sleep. Well, what's it called? What's the name of that book? Um, what, book, <laughs> what book is it? I think you said eat, eat. eat, pray, sleep. Eat, pray, something. Is it sleep? The last one? I don't know it what's may. called. Yeah. I don't know the book, though. It may be. But yeah. Know. And and I need I need some of that. <laughs> like literally, that is so cool. Yeah, I never really thought about traveling a whole year gap year, but that would be dope. I wish I would have saved enough money so I could do it. It's free love. That's the word. I was trying to save like twenty thousand dollars, but that really didn't work out. So I said, I guess I'll do a gap year before I, maybe I start my real career or something like that. But yeah. Um, that would mm. be a freaking amazing. And I don't want to take all your time because I know there is a time difference. Um, no worries. <laughs> It's good conversation. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I uh really like that idea of the gap year. Like what? Mm. So when do you graduate with your program? Um, so I should be done by the summer. So, you know, once I'm done, either summer or early autumn. And then yeah, that'll be I'll be out of here. Oh, get okay. my backpack and get going. Yes, you're back. <laughs> you're gonna backpack. Yeah, I'm gonna backpack it like Asia, Asia six months at least. Yeah, I know. I never heard of back, back about backpacking in Asia. I've heard about backpacking Europe, but you already been everywhere. In oh Europe, yeah, people so. do that in Asia all the time. They go to Bali. They do the whole thing. I, I want to go to Bali. I think, I think because Americans come to Europe and Europeans go to Asia, Asia. if that makes okay. sense, yeah. So we kind of do the same. Because ain't nobody yeah. backpacking in America. I just know ain't nobody backpacking. <laughs> I, just I would know. love to do like the route, the route, is it 66 or something like that? Uh, maybe. The, 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 
the epic routes within America, driving around uh-huh, it. Like driving, I'm like sure. ro- a road trip or something like that? A road trip, yeah. yeah. I would love to do that. Yeah, me too, but I'm trying to get some You want to go to Asia though. first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want to get some more countries first so I can yeah. get them on my passport, you know. Because I've been to some countries and I didn't really get to get them on my passport, but I'm like, I need some passport. Countries. I need the passport stamp, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that is definitely what I need. But you also have a podcast, and so you can tell them about your podcast and what you do on that. So they can Yeah, my 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 podcast is a young, blooming one. It's quite young. Legi just started it. Um <laughs> Um, it's called Black Kintsugi. Um, stick it to the brand name. <laughs> Not yes. really. I'm a creature. Of, I'm a creature of nature. I like to, you know, stick to the same thing. Um, so it's just about just conversing about storytelling, the people I've met along the road, mm-hmm. um, travel, travel tips. You know, just generally what I do on my Instagram page. So now, now I'm literally doing something on Twitter and Instagram whereby I do one minute. Um, travel with Black Kintsugi, whereby people kind of suggest whatever issues they're having when it comes to traveling. Um, I think this morning I did a series about day trips, which is quite a coincidence that we're talking about it now. Yeah. Um, so, like, you know, I just kind of share um, information. I think my page is basically a place where you can find traveling to be easy, safe, and doable. Um, so I just kind of inform people, kind of change the narrative that traveling is scary or something to be afraid of you know we do live in an evil world no doubt about that um but i think traveling just is more of a positive experience than negative and it's just a bit sad that actually traveling as a person of color sometimes you know you just get the, the negative narrative being thrown at you all the time um it's just important to remember that they are good in the world. You know, they are good people and they are people that show me kindness. And I'm just like, wow, I did not expect you to do that. But I am truly grateful. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of my page. Just like a, a sprinkle of positive, positivity, really. Oh, um, mm-hmm. uh, what yeah. made you come up like your brand name? Like, what? how did you get that? Um, that's a good question. Um, Black Kintsugi. So, Kintsugi is a Japanese term. That's the reason why I need to go to Asia next year. Because I'm <laughs> obsessed with Japan. And just the culture and everything. Um, so, it's, it's a Japanese word, which means to mend with gold. Um, so oh. I came across this, I think in 2017, I was going through quite, you know, rough patch and I just went kind of like a new start and it's, it just kind of narrates basically you, we live in a, co- a culture of basically use and dump. So you buy something, it looks really good. And once it breaks, we just kind of chuck it away, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and some people, they feel like sometimes deal them, deal them a kind of like a difficult hand. And they just feel like, you know, people are just kind of like using them and just, you know, teaching them really. Um, but with the with the Kintsugi is basically an art of mending with gold and increasing the value of something that was once broken. So not only is it restored to its original state, but it's actually, you know, made more precious by being broken in the first place. So normally, like, I don't know, you have like a, a precious plate or something. If it breaks, you kind of either have two options. You either put it in the bin or you try and mend it with super glue. But you can still kind of see the crack and it doesn't look so good. Um, but with Kintsugi, the crack actually filled with gold, like a golden mending um, properties. And that increases the value and just makes it look so beautiful because it's like these cracks that filled with this amazing gold. And I feel like... Um, the traveling is the kintsugi of life i feel is the is the matter is the is the point in which we meet people and we're able to heal and connect and you know just know that things will be okay at the end of the day like we might go through tough stuff but when you hear the people's story about how they have overcome and really um found ways to to go through almost similar experience that we go through. I've noticed that trend, like people's stories are similar, different, but similar in a very weird way. Um, but yeah, so I, I take traveling important because I think it's a healing process. I think, I believe is a, is a point whereby you're able to just 
as I said, the, the things you learn on the road, you're able to apply it in your real life and just have a more enriched life, really. So, yeah, that's how the brand was birthed, and it's been a good journey so far. I ain't going to lie yes, about that. Yes, that was really, really good. <laughs> 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 Oops. <laughs> took me in right there. Like, the hill in the process, yes, that was really mm. so deep. That's yeah. so funny. So you like, um, so you're like in love with like Japanese culture and stuff. Oh my goodness! Like, cannot wait. I think I only need a whole month or two there on his own, just to be in Japan, to be in Tokyo. Apparently, the technology. Oh, we should do Tokyo. The Olympics are there next summer. Yeah, I think that'd be a good time to be mm-hmm, honest. Like in um, August or something. Yeah, be a lot of people there. There'll be a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if that's a good, the best time to go, I but know, we'll like, see. Exactly, it might be too much. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll, you know, let it let it go past before I go or something. Um, but yeah, the culture is just so amazing. It's so forgiving and so open and so yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. And the technology apparently is just like living in another century. Like there's a whole world. Even the toilet experience, especially. Is, it's different, apparently. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I, <laughs> so I need to check that out and just see see, see what everyone's hyping about. But I think yeah. it'll be good. I think it'll be good. Yes. Well, yeah, you let me know how it goes. Uh, I shall. <laughs> when you go there and backpack. Because I've never really thought about backpacking. I think I'm not, I don't know if I can do the backpacking. <laughs> <laughs> Take a fast suitcase. No problem. Just go. Whatever. Yeah. That's how it's done. Whatever works for you. Whatever works for you. <laughs> yes, yes. So, <laughs> and so this is my last question. Uh, do you see, like, with your brand and what you want to do, do you see you going into the traveling realm? Do you see, like, you living uh, a hmm. life with a travel brand? Or do you, like, uh, I know you're, like, in your year in school. So, like, or do you see you working in your studies and what you're doing right now? That's a wow. That's a that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, Compare. Right I, I I see. I see a life of both. I know that whatever career choice I go for, I definitely want it to involve some level of traveling. I think that's why I'm very keen to probably work with some organization like the UN. Mm. or the World Health Organization, just something that has traveling to do with it and just reaching out to communities and stuff, um, which is the healing process of Kintsugi. Um, I feel it to be very different to whatever I said it, just the way I've explained it now, because life has always been so much different to what I've imagined. If someone's saying I'm going to be doing a PhD, you know, at the moment, I'd be like, you're crazy. So <laughs> <laughs> I think we can never really tell what life is, but ideally it's, it would definitely involve a lot of traveling, a lot of just exploring new places. Um, I don't know if I'll ever slow down. Or, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> right now it's not looking that way. Um, I just want to see the world. I, I just think it's so beautiful. The world that we live in is so, so beautiful. And I encourage whoever's listening to this, just, just take that brave step and literally go for it. Like yes. if you've had that calling, if you've had that, you know, nagging and you're waiting for that one friend, they ain't never mm-hmm. going to be ready for you. Like just, <laughs> just, just do it. <laughs> yes, I even yeah. have a YouTube channel. I was saying like, you don't have to go to London. You don't have to go to Korea your first trip. Like do that day trip. Like start off small mm. if that's what you need to do mm. to get mm. into traveling, you know? I tell people all the all the time, like my traveling started from my backyard. Like even just your next city, like you know, staycation are amazing. Like I was losing out on the British countryside for the longest of time. And those places are so lush. You're gonna think you're in Bali, like it's so beautiful, you know, within within the UK itself. So I'd never you never have to go across the world. You need to go all the way to New Zealand for you to have traveled like you literally whatever is in your backyard whatever is most convenient for you right now the whole point of traveling is just to have a new experience that's it so you know just trying a new restaurant is traveling you've taken a bus ride to somewhere that is traveling um it's just you know it doesn't have to be tagged in a certain way that's why i say whatever you as a person um as long as you are what is it called? As long as it works for you, that's the most important thing. And you don't mm-hmm. have to go all the way. You don't have to, you know, 
travel hours or something. Traveling is a new experience. It's something that, you know, you try out a new restaurant or you try a new activity. You've taken a bus or a train or somewhere that is traveling already. It doesn't require you to go across the world before you experience something new. And it took me, you know, exploring my backyard. I think that's one thing I always tell people. Like you said, what's my most explored continent? It was in Asia because that's not easily accessible to me. It was Europe because that was that's the closest mm-hmm. proximity. So, yeah, whatever works for you as a person, that's what you have to truly remember, whatever works for you. So, yeah. Yes. That's amazing. I just want to thank you so much for taking out your time to um, thank you again. Podcast. Oh my God. I'm so grateful. <laughs> yes, and being able to talk about everything. So what you left us with is whatever works for you and start with day trips and mm-hmm. know your budget. And we're mm-hmm. gonna be following you on your journey because we're gonna follow you on Instagram. And when you make it to all the countries, I'm like, I knew it exactly <laughs> we're gonna have a yes. big party we're gonna invite everyone it's gonna be real dope <laughs> yes i guess you know her country mark and hopefully after, 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 i can get a party too you know exactly so like, this, i'll this be there don't worry yes <laughs> so yes i just want to say thank you this is really fun thank um, you and thank you, you. My first international i think i have another international one yeah i think i'm about to interview somebody from canada Ooh, and so yeah I love canada. So, this is so cool yeah i went to toronto yeah and i went for carabana it was a nice cool thing i think i want to go back to toronto when it's like not a festival you know just to yeah like yeah that. i love the people i think they're um, so friendly i think they're super friendly i think it's a great place to start like a new family like the culture the mm-hmm. economy is quite blooming right now they you know they're quite acceptance of people as long as you're skilled so yeah it's definitely the weather yeah. is just the only thing that in in end ain't smiling like it snows all the time there like i'm just yeah, like, it's Why? like <laughs> in canada <laughs> Yes, freezing up there. So that's the only turn up. But uh, aside from that, Canada is a is a dope place to relocate if you want to. <laughs> <I'm sorry laughs> yeah, so we'll see. Um and I definitely will keep in touch with you because I might have I to be in Asia next year or something like that. Look at that. And, uh, we'll be doing yeah. this, don't worry. I feel I feel that spirit. Like we're gonna <laughs> travel together. We're gonna do yes. it. <laughs> yes, oh my goodness. That would be so dope. Like from Twitter to real life. <laughs> exactly. I'm big on and, that. I feel relationships should be translated. Like mm-hmm. I try as much as possible. You know, once I vet it and I know you're not crazy, you know, I try. <laughs> I really <laughs> Right for real. You just go. Like, so. you know. I do try to translate those relationships um, to real life because I just think, mm-hmm. you know, the real life is where we live in. Exactly. You can vibe. You can vibe on so many levels. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's so cool. Um, but yeah. So I hope you have a great rest of your night. I shall. Um, Thank you so much, Alicia. <laughs> yes, you're welcome so much. And I will. See you soon. I'll tweet you soon. Talk to you soon. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so thank everybody for listening. Go follow her and um, just stay on her journey. And y'all mm-hmm. have a great rest of y'all day or night whenever y'all listen to this. <laughs> bye. 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 <laughs>